whatever time it is you're listening to what the podcast we're here for your ride to or home from work or school if you're stuck in traffic just tune into what the podcast to make your drive time seem like it's cut right in half we are the only podcast proud to be part of the dean nicholson tv family check us out on youtube don't forget to subscribe i am your host with the most well fat that is david and joining me as always is my Miss America, my lovely wife, Nikki. All right, let's get to the show. On today's show, of course, as usual, we have celebrity birthdays, this day in history, weird news, and a pick of the ages. That's right, our favorite TV shows that we could definitely chill with. We had to live in a TV show for one year. What TV show would that be? So, look forward to that and stay tuned till the end so you can check out what our picks were for today. And let's get started with today's topic. Alright, so today's topic is Weird Laws. We do live in West Virginia, so these would be the laws that would affect us. If you guys do have some weird, unusual laws in your state, please, we want to hear what these are. So send them to us. You can comment on the show, or you can send it to us uh, via Facebook. My name is David Nicholson. You can find me that way. But, um, all right, so on to the laws here. Uh, Nikki, hey, how how would you feel about eating some roadkill? Because you know you can take roadkill home for dinner? Yeah, I knew about that, but no, that's not something I would ever want to do. That just sounds okay. gross. It's a it's a law right here on the book, so you know if it's dead of summer and the deer's bloated up and you touch it and it explodes all over you, you can take what pieces are still good home and you know the old Mm-mm. game warden. Hey, the game warden's not going to say nothing because the law says you can have that deer meat. Mm, I'm going to pass on that. Thanks. <laughs> Who doesn't like deer meat though? It's good. Um, not when it's like roasted in the sun. Mm, nope, sorry. Uh, uh, well, there you go. It's kind of like eating out. It's already cooked for you in God's mm, kitchen. God, God's kitchen. <laughs> no, no. Hey, I'll pass. Thanks. Would you rather have God cook for you or somebody you don't know? Let's just take it down to that. I am still going to say <laughs> somebody else because, yeah, no. All right. Well, sorry, Chef God. We, we're passing this time. All right, now here's one that might be interesting for you. Did you know that you could be fined $1 for cussing in public? Now, of course, this is a family-friendly show, so no cussing here, but you could be fined $1 for cussing in public. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, let the the fines roll. Oh, well, I mean, I think I would be safe, yes. But... You know, those of you out there with a potty mouth, just remember if you visit West Virginia, it's one dollar for cussing. Now I don't know, is that a dollar for per word, you think? Or would that be like someone says, Oh they was down there cussing all night long and you get a dollar fine. Because if it's just a dollar fine, I mean maybe they So should... you mean it, so are we saying we're being fined by word or by letter or by hour? Like it doesn't Okay, say. so if you say, you know, just and to, even though y'all, <laughs> even though this isn't like videoed, I have quote fingers, you know, quote fingers. So if it is, if you say fifteen obscene words, spirit fingers, go ahead. Um, is it is that fifteen bucks? Well, see, that's what it, I was saying. It doesn't say so, but I'm guessing like okay, you know, like if this is a law in West Virginia, 
at every state line, why don't you just set up a booth, and when someone pulls up to the booth, welcome to West Virginia, do you use foul language? Well, you know. Doesn't so, everyone? Someone would say yes or no, but if you say yes, okay, give me your dollar now, and then you're clear. That would be one way to do that, but, I mean, this is an old law that's not Well, forced, no, I'd say it would probably be picked up at the tolls. So, Most well, unlikely. That probably would be put into, like, the tolls. The old turnpike. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. So instead of the, well, the one, I forget what it, how much it was, um, but I would just say add a dollar onto that. So instead of it being, like, thirteen seventy five, it's going to be fourteen seventy five for whatever reason or... Okay. Well, we could do it that way, too, but not everybody hits the turnpike. That's the bad side about that. But. Well, no, that's not the bad side. Well, Dude, if you can get around the toll, go around the toll. Yeah, but... Then it's cheaper. How can you get fined for cussing? Exactly. All right, so you want to... It's a win-win. Do you want to hold on to your dollar and still use your dirty words? Yeah. Your sentence enhancer. But you know as well as I do how I feel about what everybody else feels is obscene. I just think that it's words somebody put a nasty meaning behind. That's why we keep it clean right here on What the Podcast. I understand that. <laughs> but at the same time, for those words to be completely like... Obscene. Oh my goodness, and obscene, like you have to feel that way. To me, it doesn't feel that way. So therefore, I don't care. Okay, so no doubt. You want to have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> That's right. All right, so moving on, here's one that, you know me, I love big cats. Big cats are beautiful. So, I mean, I, I you take me to a zoo and put me in front of a tiger cage, I'm probably not going to move. I'm going to sit there, stand Maybe. there, and watch the tigers. I love big cats. Until they get rambunctious <laughs> and start trying to pee well, on you. Okay, now here's a law, that, and, and this one makes sense. Did you know that in the state of West Virginia, it's illegal to walk your big cat like a tiger or leopard? In public, even if it's on a leash. Um, yeah. I can understand why. Well, I mean, I that's what I said. It's probably a good law because people would be afraid and the cat might get, you know, afraid if, if you show fear. Okay, how many people out there in listening land has, has a cat as a pet? I'm not talking a big cat. I'm just talking about a cat. Well, I have two. This doesn't apply to you, so <laughs> hush your face. But Hunter you know... Cats. You know as well as I do, most male cats, um, they spray on everything. Once you get them neutered, they calm down a bit, but they spray on everything. Could you imagine walking your 800-pound big cat down the street like you would your St. Bernard, and it just, like, peeing on someone, just or spraying on someone just because they're marking their territory? I mean, do you realize the lawsuits that would happen? In the words of Sam, the Kitai. <laughs> the Kitai did it. <laughs> yes. But, like, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I totally get it. It's like, oh, yeah, let me walk my skunk down the road, so, or down the street. So, you know, and they get territorial. They, they spray. Skunk stink. Cat pee stinks. 
I mean, that's what I'm saying. So that's a good law. That's not I just agree a, that, it's a good that's law. That's not a weird law to me. That's something that actually somebody took the time to think about. But still, it's yeah, no. I agree with it's a great law. But then again, how many people in the state of West Virginia have a pet tiger or leopard, a panther or lion or whatever? <laughs> You'd be surprised. So. I mean, there's people in this state. We are one of the uh, only states. Not one of the only, there's other states, but we don't have to have um, permits for exotic animals. Like, it's legal to have a kangaroo in the state of West Virginia. You pay no taxes, you pay no nothing on it. It's just, it's an exotic animal. You can have it. I know you can have gators because I see them for sale at pet stores. Yeah, and that's not right. How can you have a pet gator? Because they get too big and then... (coughs) Whatever. Anyway. Uh, well, we're getting off track a little bit here. All right. It is illegal in the state of West Virginia to sleep on a train. I guess they don't want you to miss your stop. I guess, but there's not really too many traveling trains around this state anymore. You see a couple every now and then. That's about it. Yeah, but it's not really a... Like the Billington, Billington train takes you up through the mountains and Cass... Yeah, but that's really not, that's more like a a, um, tourist attraction, not like a passenger train that you just like get on a... No snoozing on a train. So, therefore, I couldn't take a nap. Right. Yeah, it's illegal to (laughs) sleep on a train in the state of West Virginia. Maybe that could be good, too, because you know how um, we have a lot of freight trains, lots of freight trains hauling coal, gas, things of that nature. Um, I mean, I wouldn't want the engineer to, well, is it the engineer or the conductor that lowers the bars and all that, you know, when they're coming, approaching and blowing the whistle. I wouldn't want, you know, somebody to forget to do that. That could be bad. Well, I don't think that, well, maybe it does apply to them. I don't know. So, and no preacher whatsoever in the state of West Virginia is permitted to tell a joke from the pulpit during service. I know several <laughs> that break the law that have broken that law. I'm probably even for guilty. The, even for the sake of bad jokes, yeah, it's it's happened multiple times within my lifetime. Do you mean bad jokes or dad jokes? I'm talking <laughs> bad jokes, as in that are probably dad jokes still. Y- y- level of dad jokes, maybe a little, <laughs> little. I don't know. I don't want to say like crude jokes or crude humor, but like just horribly bad jokes with really weird punchlines that it they like go right over your head. You're just sitting there like, did that just happen? I've actually, you know, I've been a pastor of a church, and and I I find it sometimes you have to, you know, work a little harder than other other people to to keep, keep attention like. You can go to a TED Talk and you'll listen to what that presenter's saying. Or you can go to a work meeting and, well, most of the time people are alert because they want to know what's going on in their place of employment, especially if they're professional, you know? But I find it difficult. I would say it's more difficult for a preacher to keep the interest of his congregation, even though they're members of his church. Because, you know, a lot of times the Bible can be dry. You know, it can get quite boring. So I, I find that an odd 
maybe that's where that law actually came from. Maybe pastors back in the day were just trying to keep their attention too much, and it, it got in the way of the service. So. Because I don't have a I don't have an answer for that. That's that's something that yeah. That's a weird ball. That's a weird thing to find that you cannot tell a joke from a pulpit during a service. Like I know there is a uh, a town, well, city north of us that um, was well, still on the books, and I don't know if it's one of the ones that you have on your list of. Um, Weird laws. I'm out of laws now. That oh. was the last one. Okay, so this one is not on your list. That if your horse dies on Main Street, you have to cover it with a sheet. Yes. And I would guess that somebody would probably come and uh, remove it later. Probably, but yeah, it, you had to. And also, well, it's not really a law. It's just, I, I guess, more of a, an honor thing. Like, um, and this isn't even... Uh, I don't know if this is a West Virginia thing or I don't remember where I wrote it, but like um, horses that are used in like police horses, things like that, actually get a police honored funeral. Burial. Yeah. Like burial. I know a lot of times dogs do too, police dogs, because um, they're considered officers of the law. But yeah, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's something here because I mean canines in the state of West Virginia I mean they have them but they're not really a big a big part of the police force maybe the I'm talking about like one. yeah but they're not in maybe bigger areas like Morgantown or, or Charleston, Charleston Huntington. Huntington they they probably have more but our local police department here has like four cops yeah <laughs> so, alright I think one of them's a dog and I mean, not too long ago, they just lost one, so they may only have three now unless they hire a new one. All right. You want to do some weird news? Sure. Let's do some weird news. All right. Talking about all kinds of things weird. Yep. Today's weird news is, of course, courtesy of UPI.com. As usual, UPI putting the weird in news since, well, whenever. I don't know. But, all right. Moving on. All right, so a lottery winner, top stories, a lottery winner, carried a, a ticket around not knowing that she was a winner. Could you imagine how much, well, no, no, how much do you think that this woman was worth and didn't know it? Hey, first of all, I need to know, is this from the U.S.? No, an Australian woman uh, okay, Australian. who uh, won a lottery jackpot worth more than blank dollars, said she carried her winning ticket around for over a month before she knew that she was a winner. So, I'm just saying, like, in the U.S., you know, jackpots are $25 million. It's nothing like that. But... I'm gonna say... Let's go, like, 150000 Okay. You're... Way too low, obviously. Really? Well, not obviously, but I'll, I'll just say she was worth a million dollars, one million dollars, and had no idea that she was worth. And how <laughs> bad would she have like kicked herself, like if she would have lost that ticket? Well, I mean, if you didn't know it was a winner and you thought it was a loser, I, I most people just throw them away. 
So, but obviously she didn't check the numbers. Right. Like she, she had no idea. So she was clueless. I mean, how are you going to know? You go pay, you know, a dollar or whatever for your your Powerball ticket, and then you don't see the numbers, and you, I mean, right? Well, I, go to your nearest convenience store and run that little bar under the lights, man, and gets, see what's up. What gets me is if she is anything like the average person, you know, you're doing your finances every time you get a paycheck you're like okay i have enough to pay this bill this bill this bill plus we need some groceries uh this one can wait till next payday you know i mean budgeting and she had a million dollars in her pocketbook her pocket or whatever and didn't even know it and she's still going through the struggle but the struggle was real right the struggle was unnecessary <laughs> so that was um <laughs> february 12th uh on february the 11th a bandit goat was caught in north carolina a bandit goat. That's right. What did it steal? Uh, perhaps a soup can. I don't know. I don't know that it stole anything. All I know is that it was evading arrest. The North Carolina Sheriff's Office said deputies ended up in an unusual foot and hoof chase. When a runaway goat spotted wandering in the street attempted to elude capture. But... How does that make it a bandit? I thought a bandit well, is somebody who doesn't... if it's from the police to elude capture, that's a bandit. But it's also an animal, so it's, it's also... It's very... Fugitive. Yeah, but it's also... <laughs> like, I mean, it's an animal. It's scared. You're... You've got all these people with, like, guns running after you. Yeah, I'd run too. Well, yeah, I mean, that's normally what happens, and that's why bad things happen. Please tell you to stop, stop. But, okay, get off of it's that. It's a goat! Uh, yes, I get that. Yes! Oh, oh stop, goat! They, uh, Come here! Please knows? stop! No, it doesn't understand that. I don't know if it had if they had their police drawn on this, uh, you know, runaway or not, but uh, apparently the goat was eventually captured and returned to its home, or, you know, sentenced to 24 to 48 hours for eluding capture. And, yeah, if they actually, actually pressed charges on a goat they're kind of morons but guilty maybe it was eating someone's tin cans or maybe it was eating their flowers or maybe it was eating their t-shirts that was on the movie summer school but you know what <laughs> the guy had a rolling stone shirt on and he was so proud he loved the shirt and he took his class to the zoo and he looked down and the goat's head was stuck between two of the boards on the fence just gnawing on this Rolling Stones t-shirt. He was so mad. Oh, he's like, oh, my t-shirt. <laughs> he got peanut butter on his t-shirt. <laughs> that doesn't go. Doesn't go there. Um, but yeah, no. I, as for weird news, that's not necessarily a weird news that... I mean, it is weird. How many times do you see the goat running from the police? Come on. That's well, weird. you know, in you know the early '90s, we saw a Bronco run from the police. That's true too. <laughs> and it was a white one at that. A beautiful white Bronco was running down the interstate. <laughs> so you know, it was a magical moment because it like had beautiful sparks coming out of it, and you know, it was gorgeous, wasn't it? Yes, it was All very right. festive. How about an unwanted house guest? How many people have unwanted guests? show up unexpectedly and they just don't want them there you know um well yeah there's that and then there's the the guest that was wanted that has outstayed their welcome that's right well apparently this guest was overstaying their welcome right from the start 
A Utah man received a scary surprise when he went to check on a relative's home. They might have been out of town or something. Ooh, okay. So he opened the door and found a mountain lion wandering around inside the house. That is not an unwanted guest. Well, that sure it is. is. Do you want to get wow. a mountain lion in your house? Mm, no. That's an unwanted guest. Well, what was it doing? I don't know. Like, did it eat the neighbors? I don't know. Maybe it was <laughs> doing their taxes. <laughs> but he was wandering around the house. I don't know. Inside the house, not wandering around the house. He was wandering around inside the house. So apparently this mountain lion got in somehow. Maybe it was hungry. Maybe it wanted to do the taxes. I don't know. But Did the, it eat the relatives? Like, did they, it he went to check on the relatives' home. So I would say they were out of town and said, hey, can you check on our house? Which, okay. you know, I find unusual as to, this is weird news. This should have been our top story. A mountain lion was inside these poor people's house, and this guy opens the door. I don't, if you open, you know the movie, what was that movie where the, 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 the zoo animals, you know. Jumanji? No, the zoo animals. The giraffe and the lion and. Madagascar? Yes, yes, yes. You remember when the lion was getting hungry and he looked at his friends and all he saw was giant steaks. Yes. So I'm guessing that this mountain lion was hungry, smelt some food somewhere, maybe they'd been gone out of town for a while and there was something decaying, rotting in the house. Thought maybe it was a dead animal or something. Yeah, and he went looking for it and this, this poor guy opens the door up and sees it. Do you think that that mountain lion looked at him and saw a giant steak sitting there or standing oh, there at the door? Um, I would say, depending on the size of said human opening door, he saw multiple steaks. Audrey too. I think it's supper time. <laughs> <laughs> I refer to Audrey too a lot. I love Audrey too. <laughs> now spit. <laughs> so <laughs> that's right. He was your dentist. <laughs> Our shout out to Steve Martin. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, well, I guess that's it for weird news. I only had three stories today, but we do have to move on to this day in history, and let's break for that. Alright, so this day in history, February the 15th, in 1978, Leon Spinks defeated Muhammad Ali to become the heavyweight boxing champion of the world. That's pretty cool, man. Muhammad Ali, yeah, absolutely one of the greatest boxers of all time. I mean, his name, if you just mention his name, people automatically know who he is, even if you don't watch sports or boxing. He was the man. So, but I've never heard of Leon Spinks, have you? Mm -mm. So, that's odd. All right, 1965. Now, this is one I just absolutely found this incredible. I Obviously, I live in the United States, not Canada. But in 1965, Canada officially adopted the maple leaf flag following a royal proclamation. Imagine that. So you've seen the Canadian flag, the maple leaf on it. It's on a field of red. It's maple leaf white. But that was actually like adopted by Canada in 1965. Not long before I was born, actually. I was born in 78, so hmm. that's pretty interesting, is it not? So, and in 2008, more than five months after a single-engine airplane went missing in Nevada, American adventurer Steve Fawcett was legally declared dead, but his body was not recovered until later in that year, so they declared him dead, and then obviously they found his body, so they made the right declaration, but 
Imagine if someone actually survived and they found them alive. That would be so hard to actually rebirth yourself. Or so, well, it's kind it. of like that. Um, I mean, I know it was a movie. I don't know necessarily. Like Castaway. Mm-hmm. You know, he was out there for forever by himself, and then he came back. But it was hard for like his wife to right. fathom because. She moved on. Yeah, she moved on, but... But Steve Fawcett was apparently deceased, but, you know, that's... Which is sad, but still. It's sad, but on February 15th, he was legally declared dead in 2008. So, our condolences, obviously, to his family. I know it's been a while now, but still. Yeah. All right, so celebrity birthdays today. Let's let's get started on those. So, stick around. Hey, do you like The Simpsons or Futurama? Yes, I do. Yes, you do? Okay, well. I like The Simpsons. The Simpsons. That's incredible. That show's went on forever and ever and I don't think it's ever going to end and it's always been here. The Simpsons is kind of like God. I don't remember the beginning and I don't see an end in sight. Well, they (laughs) tried to end it and then it ended up coming back because people protested. They're like, yes, give us back Bart. We need this. So, well, The Simpsons and Futurama, and I didn't know that the same creator, you know, did both of them. But now that, that you I, have not known, thinking about the animation, it, it is true. How could you not have known? And the the voices. So, <clears throat> maybe that I don't care for either one of them. Maybe that's why. That too. That could be a. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, Homer's my hero. Well, mm, Matt cars. Groening. Matt Groening, the creator of both those shows, turned 66 today. So happy birthday, Matt Groening. Yeah. I guess you could say happy birthday, Bart. Happy birthday, Marge. Happy birthday, Homer. Happy birthday, Lisa. We'll say happy birthday, Homer. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. And Futurama characters that I have no idea who you are. Yeah, I don't know anybody about that. So, Jane Seymour. You know Dr. Quinn? <laughs> Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, right? She is 69. Imagine that, you know? Not really a fan of her acting, but I do love, absolutely, and yes, I'm going to get all mushy. Um, I love her open hearts collection that she has with Kate. It, it, those pieces of jewelry are absolutely beautiful. She was in a couple movies and TV shows that was on USA, Jane Seymour was. And when I was in high school, like she was you know, really attractive. But here's the thing. like I remember a commercial that was on um, USA it says starring Jane Seymour and then it would show some of the clips from the show and it's like ooh Seymour Jane <laughs> it's like oh. oh my goodness that is so bad that's bad writing yeah well it's funny and it definitely uh, captures a 15 year old boy's imagination so it All worked right, then. <laughs> you, you do you so do you like to vote yes alright Susan B. Anthony also has a birthday on February the 15th, even though she's no longer with us. But you can thank her for your right to vote. So, happy birthday, Jane Seymour, Matt Groening, and Susan B. Anthony. Happy birthday. Yeah, that's right. All these people deserve... Rest in peace. Yes, a lot of the, all these people, though, deserve the, to be on the list. They're all well-known people that have accomplished things that, you know, make the world a little better. So, all right, and now, finally, if you guys are still with us, it's time to move on to our picks. 
right, guys. Today we're picking our favorite fiction TV shows. Uh, these are shows that we wouldn't mind living in for one year. And this is no reality TV, no cartoons, and no true TV allowed. Uh, what this means is that we like the environment, we like the people that are involved in the show, and we also like the storylines. Uh, this doesn't have to be a current show, just a show that was on television, and the majority of people can still remember it or possibly even still watch it through reruns or whatever. Maybe they have DVDs of it. So what's going to happen here is I'm going to name a show, and then Nikki's going to name a show. And to some degree, without, you know dragging this on for hours we're going to uh, defend why we picked that show so I'm gonna I got the first pick I'm going to pick Stargate Universe that's right and I know people are out there like oh my gosh that's the worst Stargate of all the series well no I actually liked I didn't like it at first and Nikki can vouch for me I thought man this is kind of you know a ridiculous you know Star Trek or you know galaxy whatever ripoff and it, actually it wasn't it, it was a good show and I liked Stargate Universe and the reason I would want to live there for one year is because I think it would be awesome to say that you was on the ship you was in outer space you experienced aliens you experienced you know okay I gotta uh, add this in here you're sitting there talking about it uh, not advanced but like the experience itself okay but visit other planets not that we're we're gonna backtrack on this just for just for a second because I have to I have to jump in. Um, would you be for Young or would you be for Rush? We have to I have to know this. I am with Doctor Rush all the way. Colonel Young was a jerk and an alcoholic, and the ship actually shut down because he couldn't hold it together. The ship read his mind and his thoughts and his actions and was like, okay, this isn't working. We need to get this guy to pull it together or this mission's never going to be successful, right? Not throwing in the... Ta not throwing in... Um... But Dr. Rush, although he was a douche pickle on his own level, just like in the TV show Once Upon a Time when he played Rumpel, Dr. Rush always had an ulterior motive for everything he was doing. But at least he wanted to have the experience and keep the team alive and he was willing to do it where Young was wanting to go back home. So I want to experience it. So of course I'm going to be behind Rush, right? So, alright, that's my reason for picking Stargate Universe. I just think it'd be awesome to have the experience and be there for one year. So, Nikki, your first pick was... Once Upon a Time. Um... I've always been a lover of fairy tales, and I loved um, how they brought these particular fairy tales to life. They weren't, you know, straight off of a story book page, but they had their own spin on them. Okay. And I, I like that. But as, I mean, most people know that most fairy tales were cautionary tales. They all had, you know, don't speak to strangers, don't take candy from strangers, don't, you know, all that kind of stuff. But now I you, loved it. You picked seasons one through three, and because you throwed a monkey wrench at me, I'm going to throw one at you. You picked seasons one through three. Mm -hmm. Now, in season one, they had no idea who they were or where they were. Mm -hmm. They lived the same lives basically on repeat. Mm -hmm. Why would you want to go do that? 
because season one was the uh, basically it was character development. Okay. So I would me I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be like them. I would see what was unfolding. Not so you saying because you're an outsider, you would be free of the curse? Yeah, I wouldn't have had the curse. So okay. I would be. Makes sense. So I could see things that no one else saw. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> so, my second show, I picked Carnival. Carnival. Let me get it out right. Carnival. And for those of you who don't know, this was a show that was on, um, you know, HBO. And unfortunately, this really lame vampire show came up and canceled it. <laughs> I do like some of it, but it wasn't. You that great cannot of a show. sit there and say. A really lame vampire show popped up when you've seen every season. I did watch it, but I liked Carnival a lot better. You know I did. I hated to see that show go at first. But you also said the same thing about Game of Thrones when you started watching it, I don't it like it. Too. I still don't like it. Game of you watched the entire series. I did, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all, honestly. I mean, it was I okay like at times. Ended, but. but anyway, the reason I chose Carnival, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting way off on a tangent here. <laughs> Mentioning shows that we're not even picking. Hey, well, you said we needed to. You've always said, you know, more content, more flair. Here we go. That's right. We got it now. But, okay, we do got it. You're right. <laughs> Carnival was a great show because it was good versus evil, and I would love to join uh, the Carnival uh, because I feel that, you know, they these people lived some pretty incredible lives if you watch this show. We're talking back in the Dust Bowl era, the Great Depression. They were actually working and making money, and they were picking up basically random criminals. A lot of them were just criminals that were hiding out from the law, and these guys were working together to keep this carnival moving forward and destroy a preacher who was possessed by the devil. And every strategic move that they made was like, it was almost like a game of chess. They had to solve one mystery after another in order to get to the ultimate goal at the end. That so, was a very good explanation, like a game which is very strategic. Yes. And they had to stay on this path. There was no, if you, it was kind of like if they... Well, management was leading but, them, and Samson was telling them what management told him to tell them. But if they tried to go a different way... It there failed. was always something repercussions and it failed. Yeah, and it never went the way that it needed to go and lives were lost and, and whatnot. So would I yes, that would be an amazing life to live for one year. Because you know you're gonna make it through the whole year because that's the way we got this set up. You're gonna live it for one year. So therefore, yeah, I could dig it for a year. I would love to be part of a traveling carnival and out there trying to defeat evil. You know what I mean? Good versus evil, you have your, your avatar of light struggle, your avatar of darkness. In general, most that's most shows. There's always the, the good that, you know, I mean, it's like the good, the bad, and the ugly. It, it's all there. You just right. kind of got to find it. So you picked? I picked Merlin for my second. And the reason I did this is, and I know this is something you don't know anything about. I've never watched it. Yes. <laughs> but at first I thought it was going to be a lot like Dragonheart. Like, uh, or something of that nature, you know. Um, but this one kind of starts out as Merlin as a kid, sort of. 
he becomes a a um what do you call them? Um, an apprentice? Not an apprentice. Journeyman. Like he, he was <laughs> like a handmaiden, but he was king. Well, he was Prince Arthur's handmaiden, but he was a jester. No, it wasn't just. I don't know what. <laughs> I can't remember the term. Anyway, regardless of that, um, yeah, he is quite goofy, and he does really ridiculous things. Um, but there's a lot of magic, and there's obviously, you know, you always cool. have the the good and the evil. I'm tr trusting this is a Disney show. No, it is not. Well, Merlin's Disney. No, Merlin is not Disney. Merlin is Disney. They made a whole movie and series about him. Merlin is a character from a book. Yes. Disney owns the rights to said character, but no, he's not a Disney character. Just like Cinderella, Snow White, those are, they made the characters, but, they but are, those stories don't... I get it. Okay. Those, so you picked Merlin because you wanted to watch him learn magic? Yes. And he, if you watch the show, which is really, really epic, and it's on Netflix, um, it, there's a lot of different aspects. He tries... Uh, uh, he tries to do things and basically save Arthur all the time. Like, even though Arthur has no clue of that he was even there at that point in time. Okay. So. Like, this, they're in this building and the, the ceiling's caving in and he just, you know, poops. does some magic and... He poops him? Like freezes time and oh, makes him like <laughs> then moves him a little bit so the thing doesn't crush him you know that kind of thing that'd be kind of freaky to actually happen because you don't realize it's happening and you look up and something's falling and then like in a blink of an eye you're out of the way and it falls beside you it's like what just happened yes you know like the divine but it was, it's really good it, I have very mythical and the good and evil thing still still goes up so alright my next show is House MD, Dr. Gregory House. What can I say about it? Everybody watched that. You guys don't even need an explanation on why I'd want to live that life because the guy was like the doctor of doctors. I mean, he was a genius. He screwed up a lot and he did a lot of drugs, but at the same time, when it come down to it, he solved the case, right? But would you be on his team in that world, or yes. would you be a patient because no. he was kind of... I'm going to be part of the team because I want the sarcasm. I want to hear what he has to say, and I want to be like... If you could just be a fly on the wall, even, in that room where they sit around their conference room, where they sit around the table and do their... Bounce, uh, uh, bounce ideas off each other. Their differential the diagnosis, yeah. That would be, like, wow. Like, to hear all these people, and I know these are characters on TV, but if you was living the life, to you it would be real for that one year. You would absolutely be in the presence of some of the greatest minds in medical history, and it would be, like, amazing just to experience that, wouldn't it? I get that. Plus the fact that they get to go up in the gallery and look down and watch all these surgeries happening to their patients. So that's, like, things that they came up with, things their ideas are... It's almost like Sheldon is the, the theoretical physicist where Leonard is putting the, the theories to test. He's the physicist that actually does the testing. So, you know, House would be the, the brains, and then the other doctors would be the tools that got the job done. So it's, I mean, you get this come full circle, and that's kind of cool.
I mean, House is definitely a, a person that I would love, like, if I was truly ill. Like, had something, some unexplained anomaly going on that no one can figure out. They, I've been poked and prodded and explored and nobody can figure it out. He would be the dude that I would call and be like, hey, I need you. I can't figure this junk out. Nobody else seems to. Let's get on All right. So I could dig living with house for, for a year. Yeah. I and your I third is? <laughs> this is all because hey, of my mom. Don't laugh. I've got a comedy coming up next to. <laughs> um, my next one is the Golden Girls. Okay. As much as No explanation people... needed. Living with Betty White for a year. That's, that's, that's all the explanation you need. This woman... Vodka and hot dogs. Vodka and hot dogs. <laughs> I just think that it would be amazing. Plus, you have Estelle Getty, who was the... What sarcasm grows to be? <laughs> Sophia. <laughs> she was amazing. An Italian mom from the old country. Oh, she was, she was amazing. But yes... Um, that was a show that I grew up watching. I loved them. They all shared a piece of my personality, like each one of them. And I watched it with my grandma, I watched it with my mom. So it was just one of those things that is just, and even still to this very day, if it's on, like they do like marathons, like they did one for Betty White's birthday. And like the best of Rose, and I watched it all day. <laughs> Absolutely. I were, well, yeah, I watched some of that. <laughs> so, all right. Mine. So you got Golden Girls, you got Merlin, you got Once Upon a Time. Your fourth pick is still a secret, apparently. And I've got Stargate Universe, Carnival, House, MD, and my final pick is... A Growing Pain spinoff that not a lot of people know about, but it is a cult classic favorite. Just the ten of us. The Lubbock's goodness gracious, what a show that was. I know it was short-lived, but it was on TGIF. You remember that? It was on the ABC lineup, TGIF. It was a great show. And one of my favorite moments is when they're having a talent show and Coach Lubbock, Graham, gets on stage and he does his interpretation of uh, the Matterhorn ride at Disney World. And another, he, he rubs his bald head. He's got like hair on the sides and the back. You call it horseshoe head. And he's rubbing his towel on his head and he tilts his head down. He's like, oh my goodness, I rubbed my face off. And the crowd was like laughing at him. He says, I used to do that to my mom when I was 10. <laughs> I was I was a kid. I was loving it. I was eating this stuff up. And then there was another time where his son, Jr. was singing, I feel pretty, oh so pretty. And Graham comes in there and he says, Jr. you're grounded. And he's like, Dad, what did I do? And he said, you enjoy singing that song too much. Now go to your room and smoke a cigar or something. I mean, that was just the kind of dad he was. I, I, I was torn between this one and Al Bundy. I was really torn because both of these characters have such sarcasm and such hilarity at levels that were before their time. You know what I mean? Like this stuff was on TV back in the 80s and if you look at it now it's like oh my gosh this is so unpolitically correct. It's not even funny but it's hilarious, right? 
So that's my fourth pick, just the ten of us. What is your fourth pick? Um, actually, my fourth pick is a two-for-one. A two-for? Yeah, it's a two-for. Okay. Okay, because okay. it, it is a show that is still out there today. Like, it's it's kind of new, but still very good. There's two portions of it, so I figured, why not? I'm going to go for 911. Um, Lone Star. Lone Both Star. of them. So you want to be a firefighter for one year? Um, one side firefighter, one side paramedic. So you want to be paramedic for a year? Yeah. Okay. That's a great show, actually, and I watch it. I, sorry, I don't care for Lone Star nearly as much as I do the original. It, they could cancel that and I'd be fine. The only, the, the real big reason that I like Lone Star, and I'm just going to throw it out here because I, I loved him in True Blood, is Jim Parrick. Like, that was, yeah. and no matter where he goes, he's always going to be Hoyt. That's what I was saying. Every time <laughs> I, I see him, though, I still think of True Blood and Hoyt. Although, he's always going to be Hoyt, no matter where he goes, what he does. That's that lame vampire show, by the way. Um, Although it's not lame, it just hurt me when it canceled Carnival. He did a spot on Supernatural as a, um, I can't remember, right off the top of my head. Demon Hoyt? No, he wasn't a demon, he was a... Vampire Hoyt? Werewolf Hoyt? Um, Ghoul Hoyt? No, I can't remember. <laughs> I, I really can't, like it's in my brain and I see him but I can't think of it. Um... He and was, he was still Hoyt there as... <laughs> he was playing the part of Hoyt on... I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, he was... Well, he wasn't playing the part of Hoyt. Oh, you he still was, thought of him as Hoyt. Okay, even though he was on there. Um, but I knew that Snooky was a demon the whole time. Snooky? Snooky. Snooky, she, oh yeah. She did a part on there as a demon. We okay, all knew I totally demon, right? just said Snooky wasn't a demon. But was. Snooky was. So, so you're picking uh, 911 and 911 Lone Star. Yes. Okay. Because I just think that would be um, one. It's it's real. It's not. I mean, it's not real. It's a television show. But I mean, there's people that do that on a daily basis. They save lives. They. That's why I they picked do all kinds of things. They're like. Would be awesome to, and. Um, so, so we both got a comedy. We both got like. And a, I did EMS for a short period of time during my life, so I thought that that, that kind of goes back to my younger days. So. Alright, that's awesome. So, that's our pick. So you got 911, 911 Lone Star as two for one, which you kind of cheated there. You got the Golden Girls, you got Merlin, and you got Once Upon a Time, but only the first three seasons. I've got Stargate Universe, Carnival, House MD, and Just the Ten of Us. Because we're doing it the best we can. Right? Anything else to add, or are we done for today? We are at 46 minutes. <laughs> I think we're done. All right. This is our best show ever, wasn't it? It was pretty good. I know we say that a lot, but th this time I really think, you know, this show is the best show ever. It's so. pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, please like, please subscribe. If you're still with us, thank you very much for listening to the whole show. We are so glad you did. Trust me. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you later. We do have a Patreon. You can visit our Patreon. You can check it out at uh, dnicholsontv.blogspot.com. Uh, there is a link there to the Patreon page. Become a Patreon, support the show. We'd really appreciate that. And check out dnicholsontv on youtube.com if you like products and you want to see some reviews of some great electronics. And that's it. See you next week.